speaking of if someone assumes that you're gay or not, you know, because uh, you, you were just saying that you don't know if your PT knows you're gay. But, uh, and I was going to joke and say, has he seen you walk? But, uh, you know, that's ridiculous. Because, because I always, because I just, I, I don't know why, I just, people, I think people just assume I'm gay. Um, uh, there was, Johnny, who I work with, was cutting um, a friend of his, his hair and um, I was I, I said some something sarcastic on my way out to lunch and as soon as I walked out the, the of the, the barber shop he apparently he turned to Johnny and said oh so he's straight and Johnny burst out laughing and so when I came back in Johnny's like come here come here listen to what he said he thought he was straight and I was like what I mean it's me walk and he goes no you just have a very blocky blocky walk the, the way you walk is very straight I'm like what does that even mean and I said that's my armor so I don't get gay bashed in the street I'm hardly <laughs> going to mince down the road am I I mean I'd love to like sometimes like if I'm listening to music and I'm like you know you kind of like you, you get your head into it and you're like in the video clip while walking around I will do a, a you know a bit of a strut. affected strut <laughs> a bit of walk. And, and I'm like fuck it if someone sees it someone sees it I can it I did last so last month it wasn't long after Eurovision had been on I got super obsessed by I think it's the Serbian entry okay and it's a girl group called Hurricane and their song was Loco Loco I was obsessed like <laughs> when it was on the TV I had friends around watching it and we were sitting we got Chinese we were watching it and they were like oh this song's good this song's good they were like oh and they all flatlined and I was there giving it like oh, yeah <laughs> so good and then that weekend I'd had uh, my wireless headphones and I had my phone on and I was listening to it on repeat just the song <gasps> whilst mowing my grass that must have been the whilst mowing your grass whilst mowing my lawn <laughs> but I, like if anyone had seen me it was like full like I was like strutting up and down the lawn like spinning oh you had a prop and everything I was whipping the cable for the lawnmower over my shoulder <laughs> living my ass oh, mowing the lawn took about an hour and a half just because I was just mucking around it was great fun That's so I had a great funny. time yeah no I, I, I I'm always I think if I was had another career path I would love to, when video clips were king, my dream was to direct music videos because I'd listen to a song and I'd just like, oh, I'd almost have a script for it uh, in my head like while it was on. But uh, I uh, I have to, I listen to music obviously at work all the time because that's, we have a barbershop. And then even when I'm like, I just can't not be around music. I mean, right, right now it's odd for me not to have music on in the background, but yeah. obviously we're, we're recording, so totally, that would be yeah. right. But uh but yeah, no, I, d- I just don't. I don't think that. I mean, if you want to express yourself, uh, you you should. But speaking of all things Eurovision, I really only got into it in uh, 2016. Actually, I was late to the party. Okay, it's big in Australia, but when it comes to the entries, I didn't really, I didn't, uh, I didn't really listen. To, I didn't invest in like the music and i think now because of spotify you kind of can yeah you know because you can listen to the the, the the entries before the actual event whereas back in cd days that may have been trickier um <clears throat> excuse me again uh, but i i still uh, do you know how you have a liked um playlist on spotify i don't have spotify Oh, I know. what? I'm an Apple Music boy. Well, you know this I'm is going to be on Spotify. <laughs> I love I, Spotify. No, no, no. I, I am a like Spotify you, user. If you listen to this, you might need Spotify. Anyway, but I, 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 you can put it on Apple. I've just got to figure out how. I think, I think I've paid for 
the 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 the, the platform I use to put up these <laughs> podcasts. I think I paid for something where you can put it on Apple. But anyway, anyway, I digress. But yes, so but still, I like I I listen to 2016 Eurovision weekly, weekly. I think you get a good year sometimes. Yeah. For me, I think it was 20... I want to say 2018. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I thought 2018 was a good year. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a couple of, like, really, really good songs in it. Um, Did you like this year? Uh, I thought there were some good songs in it. Yeah. I didn't think it was a great year. No. I thought what was, well, I thought what was a shame for a lot... I, I think... A lot, a lot of Eurovision acts have one good song in them, and I feel like a lot of those acts used that song last year when it got cancelled, yeah. and then kind of got to come back, but had to come back with a new song, mm. and it was a bit like, oh, so you're now playing the B side, and it's just not as cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, I felt super bad for Iceland. Iceland would have walked it if they'd got to do it last year. I, I know, um, but they, the, their song this year was quite quirky, but it wasn't as good though. Oh, no, and it's still on my, still on my Eurovision playlist. I still enjoy it. <laughs> Not, not nothing against Iceland. I think you did a great job. Yeah. But um, but last year's one, it was, was just better. Mm-hmm. It was just better. I enjoyed that. Um, a couple of years running, like Russia really wanted to win it, so they kept like putting in the same guy and spending like Sergey, someone. Sergei, yeah, he's very handsome. Very handsome. He was in a porno, wasn't he? <laughs> Have you seen it? I'm not. But I was going to say I'm all his music, still, yeah. all his music videos are like super homoerotic, like yeah. him with like, a bunch of like topless, oiled up male. Backing dancers in hot pants, and I'm just like Russia. Really? Come on. You're you're their <laughs> spokesperson. And uh, I remember one year when he they'd spent like serious money on his whole set, where it was like this wall that had like that blocks was 2016. Yeah. Yes. And uh, then he didn't win. And no. They were raging. Really? Oh, they were fuming. Um, was 2016 the year with? Um, I think she. 1944 won. Israel was it Israel? Oh, and it was God. controversial because it was a slightly political song, you know. My, I think 2016 was also the Elena Ferreria one, um, Fuego. Yes. Stunning. Yes. Amazing. Stunning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that video quite regularly because she looks so good. Yeah, and Say Hey, I think was Spain. Say Hey, it was amazing. And also it opened up with Hungary, um, What's the Pressure? What's the Pressure? Which was That's am- on my playlist. amazing. Yeah. Like this, it, it was explosive, you know. Love it. And Australia was in it as well, Sound of Silence. Where she just launched herself off a cube. Like, yes. I remember watching that clip and be like, she's sitting on the cube, she's sitting on the cube. Looks away, back on, she's on the floor. How did she get down there? I thought maybe she'd done like, like a Cheryl Cole, just like launched herself mm. off the top. Did she get caught? No, exactly. But 2018 was the Australian one where she was basically on like a giant like punji stick, like yes. in the air, just like floating Flopping about. It was so cool. Surreal. It was so cool. Yeah, we're into aerial arts in Australia. <laughs> 100%. It's like you went and like, obviously you're quite, you're newbies to the Univision Univision Halls of Fame uh, and it's yeah. like you just you came knowing what you were getting yourselves yeah. into you were like okay we need something bonkers <laughs> we need bonkers we need camp I can't believe um, that you've not had Courtney act I can't believe she's not I know I can't yeah Arthur he's big on on his uh, Eurovision history so Eurovision history and stuff like that um, whereas obviously I don't, I don't know much so if, if he's if he's in the mood and you're you're in, a, in the mood to relax he'll like and if he's on YouTube just like you'll just be there for you know Eurovision two hours songs. just watching oh, it's like, oh and then this year we did this oh and this is the year they were in Edinburgh and this is oh, it's, just, it's, it's, it's quite a, it's quite good to geek out to I'm probably like you though I, I'm like I like modern Eurovision like yeah, probably like 2016 onwards yeah yeah like when it got cancelled last year I was like 
maybe I should just like create my own like YouTube playlist of like like pick different countries so I can yeah. like country coming in and create my own universe like almost like like um, Univision All Stars be like okay <laughs> so these are absolute bangers and we're gonna listen to them all back to back and then I'll, I'll create a criteria sheet we'll mark them yeah we'll decide who wins Univision All Stars and it'll be some like really obscure Hungarian entry from 2017 where the girl just had really nice hair just host it exactly I love it I hate it when they um. And I know everyone hates this as well. When they do the points, like they go go to every country to get their twelve points, and all the how all they have to do now is announce their one, like their twelfth yeah. point. It used to take so long, but still they do because they have this monologue. It's like you guys are doing a great job. I remember when I competed ten years ago, and they just go into this spiel, and you can just see the host going like, "Okay, we don't give a shit. Can yeah. you just give us a couple points." It's that whole thing that. Good evening, Rotterdam, yeah. and welcome <laughs> from. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, welcome from Bucharest. But it's so nice seeing like, it's so funny like looking at the extreme fashion you know like the hair can be really strict like this year there was very there was a lot of kind of little mix kind of um there's those three girls that were like pussycat dollesque really that's sexy local, local. that's local that's right. oh yeah really sexy <laughs> those, those that are... was pure pop that was it was so good it was not really eurovision-esque was but it i loved it yeah, yeah and there's this one bit where the music kind of does and she's like she's like yeah what is she, she was like like two one girls let's go and then they all kind of like stomped down this runway by the stage and i was literally just in my living room like like yes yeah. was it just you and the dog no all my friends were there i was oblivious oblivious that's um, amazing no i think i think eurovision parties have to come back you know? i love the eurovision party yeah no but uh, i don't think we'll like i think like because without our sitting room uh, is is quite small so if you have more than six people, it's kind of like, yeah, it gets a bit claustrophobic. Yeah. In there. So, do you host many parties? Um, so, no. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. no. So, no. Oh, I love um, hosting parties. I, so, the, my, my friends Mark and Doug, who they um, do an excellent Eurovision party, I thoroughly enjoy the Eurovision parties, um, especially before COVID, if we were going to hang out or we're going to have dinner and then head into town or do anything, we'd do it at theirs just because yeah. it's, it's very central. Mm-hmm. Um. Whereas, as we as we spoke about previously, I live out out in, in the, the sticks. Out in the sticks. <laughs> out in the I'd like to call it the the suburbs. I feel myself like a, a desperate housewife. What inspired you to move out there? Um, I, it's just the town I grew up in. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I just never left. What? That's why I left for a year. I went and lived in Spain for a year. Nice. Um, and then came back and yeah, bought. Mm. A, a so little, you bought a, out there. Bought a little semi. Nice. Oh. I know. Yeah, I a little that. two bed semi. Good on you. Right. That's Just awesome. Me and my ginger dog are having a great time. <laughs> no, I and I guess because if people want to come out to your house, like if you hosted a party for like twenty people, you know, and obviously they want to have alcohol. Yeah. They can't all stay at your place. No, they're, no, but I mean, you, we've got Uber now, so you can this Uber. This is true. Um, you can get a normal taxi. You can get a bus into town in twenty twenty five minutes. So you're not minutes. that far. You're not like no. I'm not like, not like in Dundee or anything. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Um, I always like equate to people like how far we live. I'm like, well, do you know where IKEA is? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay, just like a little bit further than that. Oh, okay, okay, that's but not, yeah. not like it's not in the sticks. It's like barbs. We'll go yeah. suburbs. I uh, recently not that's not the same direction. Lonehead's a different direction, isn't it? Lonehead is IKEA, but yeah, I don't live in Lonehead. But uh, that's, okay. that's the oh, is direction. it? Oh, well, 
So you're through, spot on. Through the last lockdown, I I didn't know where Lonehead was, and I was on Facebook Marketplace, and a Polaroid camera came up for twenty twenty pounds, and uh, and it said Edinburgh. I'm like, oh, it's great. And I said, you know, message the lady. I said, is this still available? And she's like, yeah. I said, oh, when can I pick it up? And she's like, oh, I'm around today. I was like, okay, well. I'm at home now, so yeah, I guess I'll be with you for like 11.30 a.m. Uh, Arthur was on a Zoom call, so I couldn't really interrupt him. And Sabrina was out, I think, at the time. So no one, and I got on my bike. <laughs> no one knew I was gone, right? And I didn't know where Lonehead was. I thought it would be like, you know, maybe, you know, Cameron Toll, you know, just south side near Liberton. No, it's up a hill, isn't it? It's past yeah. Liberton. Quite. And yeah. then I found myself, because I was following a sat-nav on my phone, I found myself on like a very busy road full of semi-trailers and uh, roundabouts that go under bridges. Like yeah. we're talking... That's under the bypass. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, what the, that's where the... the You're breaking taking. the green belt. You're oh, like, my God. You've left Edinburgh City Centre. Yes, basically. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So I got I got there finally, uh, a little traumatized uh, because of all the semi trailers and stuff like that. And the lady was so nice, and the phone and the, and the Polaroid was in mint condition actually. And uh, and then just, and I said, "What's the? Is there a quicker way to get back from Edinburgh?" And she's like, "Have you come from Edinburgh?" I'm like, "Yes." She's like, oh "My gosh." As if I was so like, "Yes, I didn't realize where you lived." And then I got myself lost because I went. I thought, "Oh, there'll be a shortcut." Because I'd said there was a sign that said Edinburgh this way, and so I, I kind of went that way. But then after a while, after about twenty minutes, I realised that no signs were saying Edinburgh this way; they were saying other places. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I went completely lost. Then I found myself back at Edge Law, which um, my partner works for a house building company. They've got a development out there. Yeah, Gilmorton. Yeah, and yeah. because I because I I recognised the logo that my husband works for it almost got me emotional because I was like by that stage I was like cold tired lost I just want to go home I just want to be at home having a full Dorothy moment like I got home at like 3pm and by that stage Arthur was like he came out for a cigarette that evening and lunch like hi not not knowing what I just went through (laughs) it's traumatic experience "Ah." and I was like just to let you know that I found myself in a situation. It was like it felt like though, like if I had called Arthur at Edgelaw and said, "Honey, um, I need you to pick me up. Where are you, Edgelaw? What the hell are you doing out there? I was here to pick up a camera. <laughs> and I have a, enough cameras. Like he would be like, "Well, one, you don't need any more cameras, and two, what the hell? Why didn't you tell us you were going out there? Anything could happen. It was like when you do something behind your parents' back. <laughs> Come and pick me up. I don't want to tell you why. God. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Do you cycle? So I bought a bike. Do you cycle? <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, it looks great. I ordered it before Christmas. It was my Christmas present to myself. And I ordered it online. Because um, I had to get it basically like customed to be big enough. Because I'm a giant of a man. A giant? A giant. Very long legs. And <laughs> when got this, You look like a praying mantis on that bike. <laughs> Just a spider caught in the wind. And <laughs> so... I got this bike and then when it arrived, because I'd been so focused on the size of the frame and the size of the wheels, I hadn't realised that there are different types of bike. Because when I was young, <laughs> so when I was younger, like you got we'd go, we'd go, we got a bike and it was obviously a mountain bike. But I didn't realise that a mountain bike wasn't just a bike. So when this arrived, it is not a mountain bike. And it's not like just like a hybrid bike. It is a road bike. 
It's like oh. the skinniest little thing oh, with these okay. like thin, thin like tires. And I've tried to cycle it around my area, but because we're in the burbs, um, there are no cycle paths. I mean, the roads are fairly bumpy, lumpy. It's not a comfortable riding experience, and the saddle feels like it's going to slice me in half. Oh no! So I've not. I've been on it about twice, and now it's it's in my it's in my garden shed. I wonder because you could you could if it's still in good condition, like apparently. Uh, bikes are like there's a shortage on frames because yep. obviously through lockdown and stuff like that um, everyone was buying bikes but also the factories that produce these um, frames had to lock down as well so they weren't producing so there's a bit of a, a backlog of orders um, so you could probably get a good amount I know but uh, I've got a really lovely helmet and everything like oh, but no, but and I waited get, so long for it like, I I'm know just like, but then order a, order a hybrid like order something you'll use you know yeah, no, that's you because you, you'll get money back do you know, know what my other issue is though like mm. I just think on a beautiful day where I'd be like oh I could go out and have a wee a wee cycle mm. it makes me feel like I should be taking the dog out Yes, but you take the dog out every day, though. Yeah, I know. You could do both. I know, but like, if I'm like, if I'm going to have a wee cycle, I feel that's quite selfish of me to disappear for three or four hours in the outdoors when I could have went and walked. Do you think your dog's taking a tally? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) He's got a little scrapbook with lines. Yeah, he's just like, no, it's not even a scrapbook. He's just clawing into the side of my couch. He's just like, there's another one for you. He never took me out for a selfish, selfish homosexual. No, no, I think uh, no, no, you got to. Get a you know, seize the day, yeah. as I say. No, I'd love a dog, but they're such high maintenance. I know they're not like oh, my dog loves a cuddle, but I quite enjoyed the way your cat just kind of clawed over me earlier. I'm just like, <laughs> like it. love me for like five minutes and then I'll go away. Yes. Yeah, that is it on. Love that. No, yeah, cats are good because you know they you can get cat sitters and stuff, and you can leave them. You know, obviously they need to be fed at six a.m. and six p.m. But Amongst uh, throughout the day, if you make too much noise in the house, they look at you like, "Why are you here? (laughs) (laughs) Get out my house! Get out!" So indifferent. Yeah, because we have. I love it. But I grew up with dogs, so um, I think one yeah, one day when my life is a bit more settled, I'll definitely get a dog. Yeah, I've got this like really romantic idea of me like living in like a small steading or like a small holding when I'm older. Like I want that moment of like opening like my little two part door onto like a small courtyard, like full Cinderella, like corn in my apron, just like throwing it to the ducks and the chickens. Clearly born for the country. I think so. We need to get you a farmer. I gotta imagine. Yes. Maybe yeah, like I just want to do it as like a hobby though. Like I don't want to actually have to get up and like. like no, I don't mean you don't have to do the farming. You, you, you know, you. I could just be a, a, farmer. a farm, a farmer's wife. A farmer, exactly. Right? Collect the eggs. And that's so if it. you guys know any, uh, you know, single farmers out there looking for a God, imagine thirty-year-old teacher. No, do you know I would quite like. I'd quite like a good builder. Because, a good builder, not yeah, a bad builder. Not a bad builder, builder. Not a bad no. builder. Quite like a good builder because I have this like I like. I really enjoyed renovating my house when I bought it. Okay. Really enjoyed it. Yes. Um, and I think I just went to do a couple more of those. Yep, then maybe projects. build a couple of houses. Yes. Um, so either an architect or a builder. I we're mean, taking applications. There would be, there would be, there'd be. Slide into the DMs. The, exactly. <laughs> there'd be a fetish in there, but there would also be opportunity a to fetish? make money together. What fetish? If you're into builders. Like no, but I just need I just. It's hard to get a builder you can count on. So you date one just so, so date he's one. So I know there. he's not trying to screw me over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just so you know, like like if you're going to tell me this is going to cost me ten thousand pounds, you're not going to be screwing me over, are you? Because this is our money. Absolutely, so. you're going to make. Don't waste our money now. <laughs> get that attic converted. 
Oh gosh, you really thought this through. That's good. I've actually not. This just no. came to my mind. Maybe that's why you start going right. Maybe I should start hunting at like the home show and stuff. Okay, exactly. <laughs> what are you looking for? Extensions? No, a husband. <laughs> <laughs> Kitchens are this way. Exactly. Single bachelors. Someone yay high, yay wide. But that's saying they need to be quite high. Exactly. They need to be yay high. Yay high, yay high. Otherwise, I would just look odd. Imagine that on your wedding photos. We had, when we renovated this space, so when we bought this house, none of this, um, what we're sitting in now, didn't exist. Yeah, so the, the, the house finished there. Oh, yes, renovation yeah. queens. Yes, all this. Well, the <laughs> Arthur, I, I had no input at all. Um, that's why it's done so well. Um, <laughs> uh, but it was very funny. So, but. but even before we got this renovated, um, when we first bought the house, it needed uh, all rewiring and new radios put in. And it so it had to be a shell and taken back. And so the cats had to go to a cattery for about two weeks, which was a bit traumatising for them. But anyway, they couldn't be here. But at the time, we were staying at our friend uh, Derek's house and uh, flat, and it was beautiful and very generous of them to do it, to let us stay there for that long. And uh, there was one day that I was off and I had nothing to do. So I messaged Arthur and I said, oh, I'm going to go check out the house um, to see, you know, how the guys are getting on. Yeah. Arthur's like, yeah, the um, the plumbers are there. Uh, yeah, go, go, go and check it out. So it came, you know, arrived. And at that, at that point, the front garden was a, a tip. And there was, a, but there was a dog at the front tied up. It was very sweet. I was like, "Oh, hello, boy!" And uh, I heard a voice call from upstairs. Oh, it's fine. He won't bite. I'm like, "Oh, hi!" I shouted up. "Hi, my name's Ian. I'm Arthur's partner. I'm the other one." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, come on up, come on up." So I went upstairs. We got a very narrow staircase, and there's a very small landing at the top. So there's nowhere for you to hide. I turned the corner, and there was these two guys on their knees. Oh my God! They were so beautiful like rounded shoulders tattoo tan big grin big welcoming eyes hi how you doing and i was like hi i just kind of stood there like a deer in the headlights and they're like oh yeah we're we're having a bit of trouble with this because they're putting some copper pipe down or something i don't know but they were doing something because like, there's there was some beam there in the way and i literally said i mean if it's too much trouble just <laughs> i mean don't i mean and i'm what and i remember thinking like what you don't need heating in the bedroom. <laughs> it was and like, oh, no, no, it's fine. It just, it's just going to take us a bit of time. I was like, that's fine. Um, well, do you guys need anything, tea or coffee? And they're like, oh, no, it's fine. There was no, like, I didn't water. think there was <laughs> no water. There was nothing on in the house. I couldn't even do anything. I'm like, well, I'll just uh, leave you to it. And they're like, oh, nice meeting you something. I went downstairs and I was like, fuck. And I messaged Arthur and I said, you could have warned me. You know, that... Uh, well, do you think he was going to hire ugly ones? Yeah. <laughs> no. They were very good. They were very, very handsome. And then the same happened with the security guy as well. Like a, a guy who uh, installed our security. He arrived. But we were warned. We said, just let you know. I won't say who it is. But uh, just let you know that this the guy's quite handsome. You know, he used to play rugby and he still keeps up with his fitness. And he's you know got a lovely wife and all that. But just be warned. Okay, fine. No, we were not ready. Like, <laughs> it was like... So handsome, like that beat, like more than that. Like it was just amazing. It, For the it, listeners, um, Ian's just pointed to the Dio de Stad uh, calendar. There's a very handsome, a black and white photo of a very handsome, uh, very movie. muscular man with a lot of pubic hair. A lot of pubic hair, very 70s. Mm. Yes. Love so, that. Anyway, so yeah, so 
I, I'm very, I'm, I'm, but I'm more comfortable now around hands and people. No, I'm still not. Um, but then I, 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 I like I would specific. I was hiring people out specifically. That would that would play a part. That like if, if, no, it's not at all. Like I'm like if somebody's gonna get sweaty in my house and have to take their top off. Oh, don't be ridiculous. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I remember when I I um, was getting so after everything we'd done, I was getting my phone line. Um, I got uh, internet through Sky and stuff, and um, the Sky engineer that came to upgrade the little dish that was on the house and put my Wi-Fi in and stuff was insane but then apparently part of their thing is although the sky dish was just above the front living room window and had like a step stool they have to put a hard hat on right for like their insurance so as soon as i saw him do that i was like mm, that was a bit of a that was a bit of a killer oh no so i mean you're still incredibly That's... attractive but i was just like mm, you look a bit lame now don't you <laughs> some of the be- like, come on and get a card some of the best like electricians and plumbers have been in the industry for decades and decades so 100 and, and they've all got apprentices hopefully that are stop it so if you're a builder apprentice, oh, good. i would judge your next apprentice on because <laughs> the guys have got that pink pound we got that coin you, like... do, you do you do hear of restaurateurs in edinburgh who hiding attractive waiters yeah only, 100%. only attractive waiters you know um, and what restaurants are these because which... <laughs> I, I won't say on, 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 on Would you like on the wine list? No, I'd like a husband. It's like a husband. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, I guess it does work, you know, you know, but it is, you know. It's like when um, Hollister, this is no secret, obviously, Hollister and Abercrombie and & Fitch obviously yeah, hire their models. Looks. And I remember when they did, they literally did auditions. One of my clients went to, um, the, like, it was like a casting for the job. And they, 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 I don't know what they did. But they, it, was, it was pretty much like an audition. But you hear stories about people who weren't quite up to scratch visually, like, you know, uh, aesthetically. So they'll be asked to, like, do stock stuff. <laughs> Just like, 100%. Oh, no. I was, I was literally going to say the same. So when I was in New York years ago, I went with, I went with my high school and we went to Abercrombie & Fitch in New York on, like, Fifth Avenue or whatever, and it was a very very dark store. I remember the wood outside just being like wood cladded, yeah, like it yeah. was like they boarded up the windows, and uh, we went inside and there's all these poor people running around going mad, sh- like sh- throwing stock around the place, folding things on tables and just going nuts. And then you'd walk up the stairs because it was like three floors. I remember getting to the top of the third floor. There was this girl, this beautiful dark skinned girl with this little vest top and these tiny denim shorts and her flip flops on, just. Just rocking out, just having to be bigger to herself yes. with this huge, like Macy Gray style afro. Just being like, hi guys, and I was just like, okay, you're not working because you're beautiful. I, <laughs> it's all funny the say that. Are... Yes, I remember that. I think was it New York? Yes, I think it was a New York shop, and I remember that thinking that was weird. I didn't. There wasn't chaos going on downstairs. Thank God, it was pretty quiet. But I remember looking up, and there was a balcony area, and there was three very attractive. It was two guys and one girl. Um, staff members, but just dancing, yeah, like, like just like that's their job to yeah. just dance <laughs> at Abercrombie and Fitch. I love it and spray the perfume. And spray she the was perfume. Just, just spritzing the aftershave and just dancing in it, which I like. There's something like I bought a pair of shorts there once, and no matter how many times I washed them, I do like the scent. To be fair, but no matter how many times I washed them, the scent never left them for some strange reason. And it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just embedded exactly yeah. into the fabric. No, I, I remember there being quite a thing about the Abercrombie and Fitch aftershave when it came out. Fierce. What Fierce cologne you, for what, men. What aftershave do you use? Um, I, ooh, I love Tom Ford. 
Tom Ford yeah. aftershaves. So, um, my... do you find aftershaves otherwise sink on you? Because Tom Ford's good at actually staying mm. on me. I don't know. I just, I just, it just really appeals to me. Mm. And I got it first because um, one of my best friends had it, and uh, he came around and I was like, well, "That's stunning. Yes. What is this? What is this magic?" And um, yeah, and then for my birthday or Christmas, he bought me a bottle, and I was like, "Well, that's amazing." And then um, obviously, I recently had a big birthday, and I had some vouchers for. John Lewis and I went in and they'd done a so I, I love uh, ombre leather is the yeah. one it's mm-hmm. quite musky feels a bit dirty I quite like it <laughs> and then I went into John Lewis and they had like the summer fragrance which is Costa Azura mm-hmm. I just need the table Ow. and uh, yeah Costa Azura and it's incredible oh, incredible gorgeous. and it's like in this beautiful like glass like fluted bottle and it's like this gold liquid it feels I love perfume bottle I can be drawn oh, in just by the yeah. the design you know or, or turned off I remember when I was younger and everyone was going on about Invictus and I was like it's a plastic trophy no yeah. I don't want to spray that on <laughs> exactly. my body exactly. absolutely not in my day back in uh, 1994 I think it was uh, CK1 was huge huge in australia and maybe it was internationally huge i'm sure it was but it was because it was unisex so it felt really cool yeah. and like the whole kate moss grungy thing was big and and it had a like citrusy smell i i think i still have some upstairs and i i i, I unless i've used it all because I, every now and then if i want nostalgia i'll just have a sniff of that it takes you because scent has such a strong memory oh, 100%, trigger yeah. you know yeah. um but for me it's amen do you know t- I, do you pronounce it terry mugley i don't know but it, there's the female one angel that's very strong as well but amen is one of the is probably the only cologne uh that i will spray on myself in the morning and even by the evening people saying oh what are you wearing everything else i'll spray on myself 20 minutes later it's gone it just really? sinks yeah well but so i think that about myself i think that like, I think, oh, I can't smell it anymore. But I was um, listening to someone, uh, and they said apparently if the um, aftershave disappears on you, that just means it's really suited to your body. Oh! Ooh. I think it was actually on Love Island, which kind of takes the credibility <laughs> of After saying it, I was halfway through saying it, and I was like, I'm pretty sure it was on the girls on Love Island that said that. Just wiped the credibility from it. Um, but I remember when I was in school, and it was Diesel. Diesel launched aftershaves, and I think there was like a red one and a white one. Yeah, it was one. like a fist... Oh no! Yeah, like that. <laughs> there was a first one, but that's—I uh, don't think it was that one. But I remember the white one um, being like in a milk carton, and it was just there oh, was just a milk. Cool. Oh, yeah, it was diesel. I'm sure it was diesel. Um, yeah, the white one came in a milk carton. That's one that I had, and it smelled great. But I think the red one was the one that was popular with like the pump. You know, right? That's yeah. And it was very much judged. Um, like if you weren't wearing this aftershave, you were trash. I remember being like, Mum, <laughs> Mum, I must get the new Devil aftershave. And she bought me the one that comes in a milk cart. And I was like, this smell like soy. I don't <laughs> That's not it. This is not the one. Um, but I actually quite enjoyed it. No, gosh. We used to have like, um, back when Lynx was a thing. It still is a big thing in Africa and stuff like that. Um, I, uh, the, but there was one before Africa and I can't remember the name of that but it was such a nice smell it's the smell they launched with and it was so popular and then I think another company must have bought it out because then it was it's so it must, anyway it just stopped uh, and there's, but I, I it's funny when you do walk past a group of lads 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 you know and they there's this, this scent around them of like Links, yeah, Links Africa. Cool. Yeah, I think it's quite. And I hate crying. Like, yeah, oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, do you know what? I still quite enjoy Links Africa. 
Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. It's, and I think it's because it's the same with that kind of Tom Ford ombre leather thing. Like it's that kind of oody kind of those kind of musky kind of like oh, tobacco and leather, like that kind <laughs> of smell. And Whiskey. I think, yeah, and I feel like Africa has that kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. No, my dad uh, every Christmas he always got some Brute Thirty Three. Did you ever have that over here? No. No, yeah. It's like it's but like love the old name. spice I think you had over here. I feel like Brute 33, that's like me in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just get out of the soup. That's just me. Oh gosh. No, but yeah, no, I I've gone I've tried so many other things, but they just sink on me. But I'm not a big shopper. I'm like the jeans, I've always had the same jeans, you know, uh, five twelves and then you know, Levi's five twelves. And then like now I'm into t shirts. I went through a phase of uh of shirts, bow ties, and like waistcoats, and oh my god, it was so warm. I don't know what I was thinking. I think I, I think that was one of my breakdowns, really, when I think back at it, because I was like, it's so impractical. It's just so impractically hot. Looks great though, but fashion is impractical. Do you know what I mean yeah. fashion is about the impracticality? Mm. Like the look overtaking the impracticality. Like I'll always wear brogues at work. I don't know why. Even if I'm wearing a t-shirt on top, I always wear brogues because I just feel I'm. I haven't found. Train, like on my day off, I'll walk around with run, like actual runners on, you know. But I find like cause a lot of barbers can w- work in trainers, but I just don't feel cool enough <laughs> to wear trainers. Oh, yeah. But maybe I just I just need someone to, who are who's into trainers to maybe take mm-hmm. me trainer shopping. Like I, I just feel like I look like kind of dad, New Balance kind of like. But. New Balance Dad's hot. Like <laughs> rock that look. <laughs> New Balance Dad. In Australia, no. Mm. And as on a Saturday morning, New Balance Dad. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No. Anyway, on that note, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Thank you for chatting, Mark. Oh, anytime. And if you know any New Balance dads, then you send them my way. Who are builders. <laughs> builders or architects. And maybe they are, you know, a farmer as well. 